Hello and welcome to our new podcast, The Drums TV Talks. I'm media editor, John McCarthy. And I'm TV reporter, Hannah Bowler. Each week, we'll sit down with the decision makers, media owners, ad tech execs, and producers shaping the future of TV to explain the role advertising has in funding the industry and re-establishing dominance as the best screen in the house. So we're going to be explaining TV advertising in simple-ish terms without the complicated jargon. We basically want to make the TV ad sector a piece of cake to understand. So thanks for joining our TV Talks. Hi, John. How are you doing this week? Hello, Hannah. It's been a very busy week preparing for the Gaming Deep Dive, which this podcast that launches at the start of the Gaming Deep Dive will not touch upon. Great. You can't start every podcast just saying the week's been busy. There's got to be a, a fresh insight, a new take, uh, a new update. Okay, well, I haven't eaten any meat this week. Um, and soon after this podcast, I will be addressing that with a fish finger, if you can call that meat. It's definitely low, low percentage meat, to be honest. Moving on from fish fingers. Can I tell you how I didn't buy the fish fingers? I did not see an ad on the TV with a QR code urging me to scan to buy. But I think if I did, I would. Wow, what a neat segue into today's subject, isn't it? That was a very neat segue. What would work on a fish fingers QR code wise, though, is like, learning where your fish has been sourced from. That's something I think I would click on a QR code on a TV ad for if I saw a fish Surely that would be the C. But which one? Okay. I can see where this has gone. Well, anyway, brands have been massively tapping in to QR codes on TV ads. And I feel like the Coinbase was kind of Everyone was on a journey for a little bit and then Coinbase Super, Super Bowl ad hit and now it's all a bit like percolating again. It's kicking off a bit. What so let's remind the viewer who is a listener because they don't watch this, what the Coinbase Super Bowl ad was. First of all, let's tell them what a Super Bowl is just in case they're, they're completely living in a cave. No, we'll skip that bit actually. So Coinbase had the DVD screen, 30 seconds screensaver. And the QR code was bouncing about the screen. If you scanned that, you went to the Coinbase website and got some sort of tokeny reward to start your investing journey. That was great until it crashed the website because giving away free money does that. I wonder where the people that have got that free money, their investment is now after the crypto crash. Oh, <laughs> Um, they'll need another giveaway very soon, I'm imagining. Um, and there's all sorts of worry and talk around Coinbase's financial reserves now as well. But we're moving on. The ad was good. And other people with more secure businesses are applying QR codes into their TV ads. And Hannah, you spoke to a man who knows about this. I did, yeah. So I caught up with Todd Cohen, um, who is works at Undertone. He kind of heads up their CTV and ad sales there. He was so good on this stuff. I can't stress you more. I was addicted to learning about it, to be honest. He made some really interesting points about why QR codes are kind of working in TV ads at the moment, just on the fact that they look different and they make people take note because it just looks like a jarring thing on your screen. 
so some really good stuff around that, um, but also kind of touch on some of the kind of challenges and risks to using them. Uh, it was a really good chat. I learned a lot on the tech side because he did actually teach me how to get QR code scanners on my own phone, which I admit I've had for two years. So that went really well for me. So I've got some key takeaways beyond QR code and TV ads. There is something about the human mind that can't leave a QR code unscanned. Um, I know in Disney Plus's shows, some of the superhero ones, um, Moon Knight, they've been hiding QR codes in the backgrounds of certain frames. And if you scan it, you can get access to a digital comic book. So it rewards, or we could call them hardcore fans or insane people, but they are getting free comics and that's cool. Well, that's something Todd actually touched on quite a bit in in the chat. He talks around the fact that you have to make the landing page worthwhile. You have to be giving out a reward or something because if you get a kind of, if you you take the effort to go on a QR code and when you get there, there's nothing rewarding you for your the job that you've just done is a little bit underwhelming and they don't kind of make the best use of it. So that is something that he talks about just in terms of, yeah, you get a free comic for your troubles of getting out your phone, going on, taking away from the thing that you're watching kind of has to be worthwhile rather than just a find out more page. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, at the drum, we've been talking about QR codes for 497 years, it feels. Um, and blah, 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 pandemic. Everyone used one, learned how to do it. Your grandmother was doing it. That's how I logged in at the restaurant. And she's also ordered a mojito. So, um, yeah, that's your mass uptake of the tech. And we're going to see a lot more of them on our TVs. So let's hear more from Todd. Great. And a disclaimer again for the second week in a row for the audio quality, because I did film, well, record some of this in a, in a mild British storm. So um, there's that to, to counter the quality of the call, I would say. I mean, I think, I think it's a very high quality call that you endangered your life to get this content. And I think the listener should be bloody thankful for that. I mean, to be fair, John, I'm down in London. Um, I think it's only Scotland where there's risk to life. Right now, we're kind of in the infancy of QR codes. Brands, consumers, let's start there. Consumers started using QR codes a long time ago, then they died, and then they were back again during the pandemic. Across the United States, people needed, they needed to use a QR code to use almost any restaurant, um, particularly in major metros. And people got very comfortable using a QR code and phone technology got better at it too. You point your iPhone at the TV screen, bam. You don't need to line it up perfectly, it was super easy and people were really comfortable with it. Um, So that made them easy to use. Our team, for example, then uh, we have a high impact CTV suite with the ability to put QR codes on TV ads, like the ones that you saw in the Super Bowl. So we've been doing that for a bit and we've, we've learned a lot there. So this enables you, people have been trying to figure out what is a what is an efficient way to connect the dots between interest on television to interest off of television? People used 800 numbers, they used websites, but the challenge is now, how do you take advantage of that moment of interest? And people have said, maybe this is that next way. Maybe this is the future where brands could then build in incentives to get people to use their QR code and then ultimately acquire first party data. But if you take a half step back from all of that, the biggest advantage you get right now 
um, isn't even the conversion. It's a lot higher in the funnel. Ads don't, most ads don't have QR codes. The biggest thing you get is that it looks different in a sea of TV ads that look all the same. And there's some creative that's better than others, but TV ads all, unlike, unlike mobile, unlike digital on laptops, they're all the exact same shape. And most of them are 30 seconds and they're all the whole screen. So most TV ads look visually the same if you weren't paying really close attention to what they were saying. So how do you break through all of that? And a lot of advertisers are using QR codes to have it immediately look different. So I think that's the first um, and large benefit is, whoa, there's a QR code. That's supposed to be on my uh, dinner table that I'm at the restaurant, not on a TV. That's different. And it makes you lean in a little bit. If that helped you pay more attention, then the advertiser's thrilled. You could tick up the attention just a little bit. Then... It also might, for some advertisers that are trying to um, communicate some elements, it also self-selects and tells you something about the brand. A QR code is something that involves using technology, and they're a little bit communicating, hey, we're hip with the times right now. We understand. We're tech forward. So you saw Coinbase. Well, they're a, um, they're a crypto company. By them putting a QR code as the way to interact with them, they're saying, we understand what's going on right now. And it fits with their brand ethos of what they're trying to communicate. Hey, there's a new way. Maybe you should consider stoke that curiosity. So if you're branding as a tech forward brand, this could help legacy brands too. avoid looking like an out of touch brand and show them that we understand what's going on right now. And then they look relatable and they meet the moment. It's so hard to meet the moment in TV. Do you feel like some of those like leg legacy brands can like get it wrong a bit with the QR codes where it feels like gimmicky or like, like, is there a line between looking like tech forward and looking like you're an old school marketer that's just kind of like falsely doing it and the messaging is kind of off or, or do you think it's safe? I think the, I think the concern for them isn't about, oh shoot, we're trying to, we look like we're trying too hard. The key piece is if you're going to put a QR code you probably want to create some sort of incentive that's more interesting than like scan to learn more. Um, Cause you're asking someone to do more than just click a button. So to actually interact with that, if you want someone to actually use it, you're going to want to give them some sort of, it doesn't have to be giving away free money like Coinbase did. We have advertisers that give some sort of offer and that helps drive their attention too. We undertone also have the ability to do some really cool kind of next level stuff um, we've the ability to not only scan a QR code but um, and go to a website, but we could actually have that product go directly into your shopping cart. So now we've saved the consumer steps that they would, you're interested, great, you can go ahead and do it. That's a lot closer than we've ever been to see something on TV that you're interested and want to buy it just by clicking your remote. This is the closest we've ever been to that as an industry. So I don't think there's necessarily a concern of whoa, what are you using a QR code for? As long as it's aligned to who uses a QR code. I think for, um, for some demographics, they're a lot more comfortable using a QR code, but it's no longer only millennials. Uh, everyone needed to do it. I mean, one of my friends uses a QR code to take her daughter to childcare. It, it need, you need it everywhere. Um, and um, so it's no longer just a certain age. It's got to be, oh, just 20-somethings or 30-somethings or 40-somethings. It's everyone there. The other element is, um, I think you sort of alluded to it. By putting a QR code on your TV ad, you're indicating that there's some really good reason to go to that website. And even if they don't actually do that, they've now thought about it because 
you know, in all of your experiences, if someone puts a QR code on there, they probably have done this because they think there's a good reason why you're going to want to go to it. If you go to a restaurant and there's a QR code on the table, you know, oh, I'm going to want to see that. I'm going to want to see what that is. I'll see the menu, what have you. And people have been trained that if there's a QR code there, they probably need you to scan. You probably should. Some people do it second nature, QR code scan, done. And that indicator is really valuable because they're saying there's a good reason you should go to that website, even if they don't use the QR code to do it. And that's the piece that some advertisers are still learning. You can get the benefits of the QR code without people using the QR code. Just by putting it on the web, putting it on the TV screen, that can put that right onto any type of CTV ad in a lot of creative ways. But advertisers find that the presence of a QR code is correlated with more visits to the site, even if it's not directly through there. And then some people will actually scan. And not all of those will scan and click that link, but they'll scan it. Some of them will click it. That'll get to your website directly. And that'll connect the dots from, I saw an ad that I was interested in. I used the QR code and now I'm on their website. Think about in a modern day living room, how many distractions are are there. And you want to make it as easy as possible and eliminate those. It used to be that you were trying to avoid, you wanted to um, get people to connect and you just have to get them to see the commercial. But now to get them to do it, they normally have all these interesting distractions. But now if you can have them use their QR code, well, now the, the link comes right up on their phone. All they have to do is click. It's the only thing on there. They click that link. And now they're wherever the advertiser wanted them to go. And now you have a direct relationship with them. You didn't have that with television. Television's a mass audience that they're not, they have no idea who you are when you go on. And now you could have the ability to lead capture, to actually communicate with them, that you buy something directly. You're on their website to engage further. So these are all ways that they can take advantage of it. And I feel like those are, that's a lot more benefit than most advertisers realize that a QR code can give them benefit from besides just the conversion piece of it. That's really the last part of that journey. But the biggest piece is, whoa, it'll look different. It'll capture attention. It'll communicate that um, you might want to go to my website. And um, we're seeing advertisers get more people visiting their site, even outside of their QR code, um, as soon as they just put one on there, um, on it. That's, that's really interesting, the, the going to the site, even not through the QR code, but you're building one of these to make the destination more worthwhile than a regular site or a regular promotion or a regular thing. Like you, the, what they land on on the QR code has to have a lot more value than where you take them before. Is that, is that good advice that we would say? Uh, yeah, good question, Hannah. Um, the, the best practice to maximize how many people are going to see that QR code and respond to it is mm-hmm. to give them... give them some tempting and enticing reason to go. And every ad category works a little bit differently. And offer is kind of ideal because it's it's a little bit more you're asking someone to do than just click. Click to learn more. Eh, Am I going to pick up and scan? Maybe. Um, And maybe it's enough to make them want to go explore that. But if you give them give them a reason to, you give them, there's some sort of special offer or promotion that they, they can have. Many of our advertisers do have these um, but they just don't use it at all. They normally, they'll reserve that for their lower funnel type of ads, but now you can actually connect the dots between your upper funnel and your lower funnel. It could still be an upper funnel ad that has some way to communicate directly. It could still be an upper funnel ad and allow you to capture first party data and actually communicate. And as cookies go away, I should mention, 
this becomes more and more important um, to connect because you're increasingly not even going to have uh, the targeting piece using um, using these elements um, in quite the same way. So yes, best practice is to use large QR codes so that they're not sitting there trying to squeeze, make it nice and easy. And then in addition to that, uh, make it tempting. Um, Coinbase gave away free money, sure. Um, but in some of the news, Liquid Death only received, uh, I think the article I read said it was only, they only received 52 hits or so for the brand, but they weren't really giving you a, a strong reason for why you needed to go to the Liquid Death website. So there's a pretty big difference of what are you enticing people to do? We work in the sports betting category and, and folks are putting on promo codes and they're also trying on QR codes. They're trying to come up with any different ways so that someone could now participate in the ad. And that participation, giving them something to participate in also is fantastic for brands that want you to participate in the brand. You know, if you're a, if you're an app, a mobile app where you're going to do something, well, it's kind of self-selecting because you've identified people that actually will want to interact. And the way to start that conversation is for them to interact. So it works really cleanly that way. This all sounds super optimistic and, and positive towards QR codes in, in TV ads. You know, give me a few of the like challenges, like the setbacks, like what does the market need to overcome to make this really successful? Yeah. You know, like where, where do the problems lie with it basically? I think from a from an advertiser from an advertiser standpoint, it's expectations in trying to figure out how to utilize it. So uh, we at Undertone talk with a lot of different types of advertisers and are trying to figure out uh, where it's a good fit and how to how they should best utilize it. So at the moment, while it works for Coinbase to drive direct conversions, it's not a replacement for DRTV. It's not a cost per acquisition digital campaign that happens to be on the television. It's not usually going to back out that way because most of the conversions, so to speak, quote unquote conversions, most of the conversions you get are not going to necessarily happen directly through the QR code. You'll get some, but most of them will happen outside of that. And for some advertisers, that misalignment in expectations is a challenge and might slow their adoption. For others, no problem. They understand. They understand where it fits in. Um, but the idea of attribution is always a challenge in things that happen on a television, TV, linear TV, and CTV. So trying to capture the impact. Now, there are companies that measure these areas. So it's not an unsolvable problem, but most advertisers don't already have this covered. So they need to be able to measure success uh, for some of them. Others just need to know that it is successful and don't need to measure it on their own campaign. But I think that's a challenge. for Because there are some advertisers that don't necessarily have that realization that it's not going to immediately back out, um, so to speak, of on a cost uh, return on ad spend directly through those conversions, there's going to be some that also aren't optimizing in the appropriate way. They're going to put on QR codes where there's nothing interesting on the other end. And as long, people are expecting that pot of gold at the other end of the rainbow. It doesn't have to be a $15 pot of gold like Coinbase, but they're expecting some benefit. If viewers see lots of ads that use QR codes that don't give them a good, like they don't reward them and where they feel good that they used it, then that might actually hurt. So that's, that's a challenge. Um, you're... Right now, you have an advantage because it's all really new, but it's going to evolve over time. 
more advertisers are going to jump in from a variety of categories and figure out their best way to take advantage. And not all of them are going to nail it the first time. And there's still areas that are evolving. Some of them are going to get better and better over time. And, um, and others, uh, some, some folks, you just got to figure out where it fits into the right plan. Um, uh, and that will be a challenge for viewers and marketers to find that exact right area because it's a moving target because the landscape will move, viewers' comfort will move over time, and you need to kind of figure out how you're right at the right level at all times. It could be quite risky though, right? Because, I mean, say as a consumer, you hit three duff QR code pages, like landing pages, that's going to really, you know, make such a negative, have such a negative view of QR codes that would really put them off using them. I don't know. It kind of strikes me that, you know, a couple of bad QR code campaigns could really ruin it for the next ad that pops up. And then a consumer thinks, mm, I'm not going to even bother leaning into that. You know, it's it's not a passive act. You have to really, you know, take your phone out, pause, go to the, go to the TV. Um, and once you've kind of had a few Mm, yeah, kind of like duff experiences, you know, that could be really off-putting for a, for a consumer. Yeah, so I think that's a general concern that could happen over time, but it's important to work with partners that really understand QR codes. And QR to do that, you need a variety of things. Um, you need, you could, an advertiser could put a QR code onto their own video, but then then that precise QR code isn't flexible. It's now hard-coded into their video. They probably want to, have it put in separately. This way things can get swapped in and out and updated, what have you. But the partners that work on it, uh, it's important to work with partners that understand it quite well. Uh, for ours, one of the things that we recommend is we've developed best practices is trying different ways to show them, like let's give them evidence that this is going to be a good reason for them to a good work, good use of their time. It doesn't take that much effort to pick up their phone and press a button. It's literally just the camera button on an iPhone and then another one to click the, the link. Super easy. But let's tell them why they should do that. And let's make it really clear. And what are all the creative ways besides just putting a QR code on where it'll just be really clear and how do you communicate efficiently? Communication, efficient communication is not a new challenge for advertisers. They just have to think of it in a new creative way um, or work with partners that are already good at this new technology so that they don't have to experience these bumps and bruises along the way, you know, on their own. There's partners that already know this. They do this. We do this every single day, for example. It, it would be really great, Todd, if you could kind of talk to me about where you think some of this is headed. You know, what's the kind of pie in the sky direction of QR codes and TV ads? Where, where, where do you think it could get to in the next kind of year to two years? Right now, we're in, we're in the very infancy of QR codes. We're just starting out most brands have never used one. So as brands get more and more, um, get more and more into testing, people can't, they can't turn around and immediately say, I like this idea and then have, be on TV with a new idea immediately um, for a lot of the way that a lot of their budgets work. So many new brands are going to try and test this and fine tune it. And we have advertisers that have gotten better at it each time for each subsequent campaign. They've learned a little bit about how they're going to. So I think we're in the, we're in the very infancy of QR codes on television. And then brands are going to continue figuring out what is the best way to build incentives. Some brands that don't even talk about incentives or, or different enticements. It doesn't have to be a promotion to buy the product, but there's a lot of ways to entice someone to go to a website 
That's not new. We're just marrying different concepts that don't normally run on a television for upper funnel. So how do we combine those? So I think brands are going to continue building incentives and it's going to also be used to acquire um, eventually uh, not only conversions, but leads and lead capture with first party data. And that's a huge trend that's already happening. This push towards how do I get from talking in mass, but getting no feedback loop to how do I direct, how do I use this to develop a direct relationship with my customers? Um, and customers at any stage of that, customers because they buy us and they have brand loyalty or they're considering us or they buy our competitors and they're in this space or they're, they want to learn more. Somewhere in that funnel, um, how do you develop a relationship directly? Because once you do, you have so many options and, and that story is not new. That's something that the drum has already written about um, a bunch. But how do you take advantage of that? And you can see for a lot of these areas... It's taking a bunch of different concepts that already exist, either in television or digital or in marketing in general. And now it's looking at a new creative way for this. TV has been mostly the same for a long time. Um, there's been some changes, but there were five TV networks, uh, four, four, three TV networks for a long time, then five, but still. Then there was an explosion of cable in the 1980s, so many channels, and then explosion further were viewership trends change. And as that next paradigm of, of viewership changed, suddenly some of that became a lot more accessible with connected TV. And originally people were just thinking of connected TV in terms of, oh great, now we have new measurement tools. Now the idea of targeting is real digital targeting, not like what we were doing in, in linear TV. That's exciting. But that's only a 1.0 realization. As you move towards, wait, we could actually have stuff in that can enhance people's ability to consume or add or to have their message awareness spike significantly of that key element, which we do in our suite, or even using QR codes as a new way to not only grab attention, but maybe interact. This is a game changer. And these are the types of technologies that, um, that haven't, um, haven't really been used in the past. And maybe it couldn't have been used a while ago because it, it might've required people's comfort with QR codes getting, you know, really jumping. I mean, remember 10, 15 years ago, people had QR codes, but they were being put on products and people didn't really have a reason to use them. If you remember the first time you saw a QR code, it might've been easier just to go to that website. You know, why do I need the QR code for it? You know, phones weren't ready. It wasn't super easy to do it in the phones. It wasn't super easy to understand why I'd want to use the QR code instead of just going to their site. So we're going through this evolution and it started a long time ago. And I think the savvy brands are figuring out the best ways to take advantage of it. And then working with companies that have best in class technology and experience here to help them take advantage of it. You did it, Todd. You pine the sky, the future of QR codes and TV. Well done. Embarrassingly, I have to admit that um, I am not part of the future because my phone actually doesn't even have the tech to use QR codes, which has caused quite the stir during the pandemic. I just have to wait for somebody else to check me in, someone else to look at the menu for me. And that's the life I lead. So the way Android works, for, I have an Android as well. The way it works for most of them, it's not just through the QR code. Sorry, it's mm -hmm. not just through the camera app. Um, it's one of two different ways on, on mine. There's just a little button right at the home screen where, or right, you know, right, cause it's a Google on there. So yeah. there's a Google bar. 
and it looks like almost a like a target sign. And I press that and that puts me right into um, search with your camera and suddenly you can see these marks around it. When oh, I press man. So that goes right into it. I have a newer Android. I have the, um, the Pixel Pro here, but most of them, including the older ones, which I used to have, um, you would click mode and then lens. So just an extra jump and then you'd get to that too. It's really getting to Google Lens, which can handle QR codes for most Android. Well, thanks because now I know that. So I feel like a little bit stupid for the past two years of owning this phone. Um, but thank you, Todd. It's been so lovely having you on. I've learned loads and especially how to work my own phone. So that was good. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it too. 